Good evening, and welcome to Lord Up, a break from our usual episodic material to take a dive into something different. This week, we are wrapping up our uh, talk review. Talk? Review. Review. I guess review. Uh, that seems kind of reductive, but yeah, we're t- wrapping up our discussion. There we go. Of Better. Castlevania Season 4. Um, We already talked about uh, the like about half the characters last time. So we're going to be finishing off with talking about Trevor, Sypha, Alucard, and all them. Um, so, you know, the main characters. The main characters this time. Uh, but before we get into that, I just wanted to say thank you to our listeners for your patience. Um, it's been a crazy couple weeks. We haven't been able to put out episodes. Uh, we got in a car crash. It wasn't fun. Yeah, we're all fine. Everyone's fine. Um, we're just kind of sore. But that combined with like life things just derailed us and it's I don't know I missed this so I'm glad to get back into it and I just same thanks for uh thanks for sticking with it keeping keeping the flame of of fandom alive (laughs) while while we couldn't record this cat is in my face hello hi Daisy okay would you like to say hi to our listeners she's good Okay. okay so um do you have anything that you want to lead off with? Um. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm Tom. I'm B. Yeah, I was going to say something, but I was like, hey, it's a little late. That's fine. Oh, you know, well. We're out of sorts. This is a weird. We are. We'll, we'll get back to into it later, but. Yeah, especially when we get back to our regularly scheduled Avatar shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, uh, since it's been a few weeks. I took notes on Castlevania, and B did not. I absolutely so, did not. Uh, I'm probably going to be doing most of the groundwork while she yeah. jumps in with uh, bullying me. Yeah, like and normal. simping for some characters. As I do. As you do. Of most of the simping was from the last episode, though. Yes. Hot vampire ladies. Yes. Less of those in this part. And still some hot vampires. Anyway. All right, so jumping straight into the Trevor and Sypha stuff, uh... They actually open the season with that opening montage, the whole six weeks Yes, thing. and it counts down to the present day, or counts down to the present day? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like six weeks weeks ago, five weeks ago, four, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Because you can slowly see them lose any and all enthusiasm that they might have had. Yeah, because they're like, hell yeah, monster hunting is our shit. By six weeks of this, is like, okay, I mean, really, like, that's enough, Like, please. is this what we're going to be doing for the rest of our fucking lives? And, you know, they, they make a comment that's like, uh, it might not be during the montage, but it's around them. That's just kind of like, we killed Dracula, and now we're supposed to spend the rest of our lives preventing him from coming back. It's just, like, absurd on the Thinking face about of about that. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> they don't know. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. I um, just find that really fucking funny. Yeah. And, All this effort. Yes. And uh, I, I really think that this is a much uh, better way of catching us up than the season three uh, starter where they just kind of throw you in and then have them be like, haha, all those adventures this last month sure were great. And it's like, yeah, the flashback montage is a little clunky and a little cheesy, but it, it, I let, think it works. It leads, yeah, it lets you do like rapid fire, like 
this moment, this moment, Saifa starts swearing. Yeah. You know, like, they just start killing humans that have lost it instead of just monsters because Mm -hmm. they're just, I mean, not that humans... Can't be monsters, but... Like, we've known that since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not their normal target, so... Yeah. Which is nice. Um, They get to Targavishta. Um, Varney shows up. I fucking hate Varney. I love Varney. I love everything about Varney. He is so fun. Um, and I I barely know anything about this. But apparently, Varney... I don't think he exists in Castlevania, like, proper, other than, you know, the fact that he's deaf. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, but the... Um, Varney himself is a character from other vampire fiction. Um about stories taking place in, like, London and stuff going back a long time ago. So, like, his whole, like, fictional origin is, like, one of the first fucking vampires in, in England. Yeah. is fits with that. But also, his stories were, like, where a lot of vampire tropes came from. Like, them having sharp teeth at all. And, like, Interesting. other shit. Yeah, it's just kind of like, huh. oh. So he's, like, he's, like, the OG Dracula yeah. in a way. Like, it, it Dracula was kind of based on on those stories, like the, I the love story that. of Dracula. So that's I don't know. I just I, them kind like of Hollywood Dracula. Yeah, like like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, but like throwing in, I don't know, th- throwing in him is kind of like a, a a nod to all that stuff. Is I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um. Also, I love his role as like um the sort of connective tissue between all the different other people like he's the one calling he's blowing up everyone's phones <laughs> hector really hector what's up hey uh <laughs> you're doing that thing we talked about right right and it's like you get all these conversations with him and ratko that's like he's this self-important idiot that thinks he's great and oh my God. like isn't actually doing anything but wants to feel like he's involved in all these yeah. levels and like you're doing the thing right okay good well it was just, my idea just, just checking yeah and like it, you know at one point even takes credit for ratko's plan because well you work for me and you had the plan so now it's my plan like jesus christ that kind of like middle jesus. managing shithead is just so funny to see in like medieval England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're not in England right now, but he's from there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. How do you feel about the magic knife? I think I could have definitely done without it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just kind of there, and it was just kind of convenient that he like just happened to find the two pieces of the magic knife. I think there was a third piece he found in the the king treasure vault it just it felt very video gamey yeah which you know it's based on a game i mean so yeah but it, it's just it was narratively it was very clunky yeah well i just don't like that they kept drawing attention to like every time he found the piece of it and he's like this knife is oh i'm not gonna tell and it's <laughs> like okay i guess it's uh, he's gonna explain it later and then he doesn't until after he uses it yeah. And Alucard's like, hey, what was with that knife? And he's like, oh, uh, it should have killed me. Oh, well, if you if we knew the stakes going in, that would have made that fight. Yeah. More, it's just like, it feels kind of like. I was just kind of like, oh, I guess he got exploded from magic or something. I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like putting the cart before the vampire horse. 
it you know it's fine as as a plot device it's fine i just wish they had like set it up better instead of mm-hmm. like he just finds all this shit and then uses it and no one knows what he's doing it yeah whatever but um the city guard being kind of unhinged that was kind of cool yeah. actually that was interesting I, I I loved the whole, like, weird subplot with the king and queen that are actually dead. Oh, yeah. And, like, we called it as soon as... Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, they're, they're dead. Like, Zamfir shows up. That was her name, right? Zamfir? Yeah, something And she's like, like yes, the, the hidden court, and I'm the captain. Ooh. And they're just kind of like, okay, can we see it? And she's like, no. We're just kind of like, oh, dead king. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like... Dead king. She's hella unhinged. (laughs) Some people are gonna die. I just love when they finally get down there and see, like, the people that they managed to, like, sequester in these vaults. Mm -hmm. It's like, they're doing even worse than the ones on the surface because they're, like, traumatized and they've just been left with piles of gold and no food. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Ah, nobles. (laughs) I just, I do think it was kind of a shame that, like, they had this, like, bizarre centering of her heritage. Do you, re- you don't even remember no. this. Yeah, when when they're starting to realize that, like, oh, she's not just a little eccentric. She's actually lost her mind because the king and queen are dead. And she's like, no, it's the royal sleep. They're magicians. I, I know about magic. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> A cipher goes like, oh, were you the last person of noble birth left? So you feel like you have to do all this, blah, blah, blah. It's all this pressure. But it's like, man, I, wh- she could just be the guard captain and have all this pressure. What's the nobility? Yeah. It just kind of feels like for Sypha of all people to be like, oh, you poor thing. Based on that is just sort of like. Oh, no, you poor privileged thing. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It was just weird. I don't know. Um, she did get to rip into Zamfir and her handling of, like, organizing people. Yeah. And, like, the, the, uh, what is it called? What? The, the poop trenches. Latrines? There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Poop trenches. I couldn't think of the word. So eloquently put. Look. (laughs) Next to the water supply, yeah. Yeah, like right next to the food and all that. Yeah, she's like, this this is how you kill people. Yeah, she's like, how can you be this bad at this? And Trevor walks up, he's like, oh, (laughs) uh, what's in that building? And they're like, probably nothing. (laughs) Just like, go in there and kill everything. How are you so bad at this? I also love like when Sypha's yelling at everyone, Trevor's just against the wall, like watching, like that's my woman. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) He looked so fucking proud. That's, that's my girl. <laughs> um, let's see. Ba-ba-ba, the king is dead. We already covered that. Oh, there's a conversation here that happens between Varney and Ratko <laughs> that goes on for like five minutes and amounts to nothing. And I don't understand it. Where they're like... <laughs> what? It's just like... Ratko's like, hey, I'm sick of acting like an idiot because you are threatened by people who are good at their jobs. You're not even, like, a vampire. You're just a criminal. And it's just like, is that supposed to mean something to me? And he... 
Like, Varney shoots back with, you're not a soldier, you're a criminal. <laughs> and they just go okay. back and forth like... I know you are, but what am I? What, what is... What is... Since when do you care about crimes? What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, listen, vampires, they're gonna... They'll, you know, kill some people, but they're not gonna commit a crime. They wouldn't do, like, armed robbery or anything. That's just... Uh, yeah. That's illegal. And, like, that goes, like, all oh, like, oh, I'm the most badass. Like, oh, some soldiers like to fucking go play with sticks on the field and I slit people's throats in their tents because I'm the most I'm so cool and it's just like man this is like aggressively uninteresting (laughs) I I just did not care for Ratko I'm sorry I didn't either I kind of forgot what his deal was I liked that we had a Russian vampire but he was just kind of like look he has that like ear flap hat he's Russian oh damn boy is he Russian (laughs) um and I, I think this conversation was meant to be like kind of irony because, you know, Ratko's like, I won't, I'm tired of pretending to be a silly shithead for you to not feel threatened when in actuality, Varney is death pretending yeah. to be fucking Varney yeah. so that he can get all this stuff in place without like actually showing everyone. And it's just, I don't know, there's yeah. a level of irony there that's cool that I love that. But the conversation itself was just like, it was like, who wrote this dialogue? Like, what What are you talking? Why are we upset about criminals? I don't understand. <laughs> Man, I, vampires are very anti-crime, okay? I, it, it really, it was just really weird. It was just felt like out of place for the rest of the season. Like, what is happening? And then like, th- when they actually fight, I don't even remember how they killed Ratko. Tre- yeah. Trevor killed him somehow. Oh, I'm I sure think, it was very cool. All that I up. think he used the um, other dumbest thing from Trevor's part. No, <laughs> what was it? So there's like a knife that's shaped like a cross. Oh, cool. And see, it works because geometry scares vampires. Oh my god! <laughs> vampires just hate geometry. And they fucking failed the fuck out of geometry class. And I mean, now that would have traumatized. That would have been a better explanation. <laughs> Like, no, you don't understand. Vampires are evolved to be super predators, which means shapes confuse them. <laughs> I don't want, okay, wait, wait. Hey, Dracula, what's this? Like, set, it's a circle. Setting aside the fact and a that square. the theory of evolution would not be introduced into academia, let alone <laughs> like you layman's conceptions for like another couple hundred years at this point. Um, what the fuck are you talking? They're so cool that they're actually terrible. And they're not, they're not even evolved. They're just humans with extra shit know, in their blood. I know. I, whatever. They're just humans who had a blood transfusion. The only thing about, the only thing that makes this conversation acceptable is that if Trevor is just making shit up on the spot to try and impress Sypha. That would be really fucking funny. Because she, bl- all the, because... Like, she's like, oh, why would a cross matter to, like, a Hindu vampire? And his answer is, the shapes confuse them. And it's just like, couldn't it just be that, like, it, you know, it, it's oh a superstition? God. That reminds me. I'm going to go off on a little tangent. Please, please. I watched this vampire musical, and I forget what the fuck it was called. Listeners, if you know which one I'm talking about, please let me know. Um... But there was a gag in it because <laughs> um, 
somebody got turned into a vampire and this girl's like immediate reaction was to grab the cross and he's like i'm jewish that doesn't affect me that's great <laughs> i was dying i mean I, it, it just it i mean what if the vampire isn't yeah yeah no the whole cross thing is dumb but like there's ways to make it work in your fiction Right. Or, or specifically not work in your fiction that aren't like I don't know, this goes back to the critique I had in the last episode where like it feels like they're maybe a little too anti-religion in the show and like I'm atheist as shit. I get it. But yeah. like they they keep doing this thing where every time religion is brought up it's tied inextricably to like d- dumb bad people. And it's right. Like, you you can be religious. Like I not that religion needs a defender out here. It just seems kind no. of, it just seems like a not a very nuanced not at all. Like portrayal and you know, like when they're like, Oh, you need holy water, and they're like, We killed all the priests, we're taking control. And it's like I mean it, I do kind of like that as a reaction though, from the citizens to the priests did bring this on them. Mm-hmm. The Dracula's night hordes came because of the bishop. Mm-hmm. So, or was he the bishop? Whatever chess piece he's called, I don't know. I think it was the bishop. The the horse. He was the horse guy. The horse or the knights, I think. Sure. He was not a knight. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was a bishop. That sounds right. He was bad. And he's dead. And he's double dead. Because he was yeah. a zombie and then he was dead again. And the Pope is dead too. Yes. The Pope. Was that in, like, the Pope? The first episode, yes. The the Pope Pope, not like I thought that like, was like, like the, the Pope the, Pope. I thought that was just like the regional because the Pope would be in Rome. Oh maybe. And this was I don't know. I I, I could have sworn you that was the fucking Pope. He was wearing no, the Pope hat. He had a very big hat, but I think that just means he was like a a like higher level bishop or something. You might be right. Ar- Archbishop. Archbishop. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm not up to snuff on my Catholicism. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> I was raised not that. No. Um, but yeah, during the fight, they find the mirror and run to Alucard's side. Uh, and so now we're going to go through Alucard's whole shit, and that'll tie it all together. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything left to say on the... Not at all. Cypher Trevor. Okay. Cypher Trevor? Cypher Trevor. It's Trevor and... Cypher and Trevor. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> So, Alucard is a mess. Oh, yeah. But we expected that. Yeah. I would be upset if he wasn't a fucking mess. And I think we talked about this last time, how it just feels like we didn't get to see them descend all the way into bad times before turning around. Yeah. It kind of just seemed like he was sad boy. Yeah. But he was already sad boy at the beginning of season three. Yeah, and then he... We thought he was going to, like, descend into madness first and then maybe get pulled out of it. But he was just kind of, like, at the very end of season three, he was, like, sad boy. Bad boy. Yeah. And then at the very beginning, he's just sad boy again. Yeah, it's like... I mean, we can see there's more people on his sticks, but I think they're mostly monsters. (laughs) Yeah. And you can imagine if there were any more humans in there that, oh, well, they were robbers or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. It just it just felt like, I mean, I did like how it opens with him, like, 
pissing on one of the corpses. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. That was really kind of... Okay, we did get to see him a little mm, less put together at the very least. That's true. I mean, he's... He was basically like, uh, fuck, I'm... I'm, um... Oh my god, what's his name? I'm turning into fucking Belmont. Belmont! That's it. Turning into fucking Belmont. He's like... Smells like piss and booze... And hasn't cleaned himself or done anything in days. And he's just like a mess. Ugh. I mean, that's a big castle to live in by yourself. Yeah. Um. But then he gets the note from the village and they're like, come help. And he's like, he's, okay. He's like, I guess fine. Like, <laughs> It kind of just seemed more of a like, I don't really have anything else going on. Yeah. It's like, I guess I should do something good instead of sitting here for months at a time brooding. Can't be good yeah. for my skin. Um, and he shows up in a really, really, really cool action sequence to kill a bunch of crabby guys. Um, should I tell this story on this podcast? Which story? The one about how these guys look like that one nightmare I had. Which one nightmare? So the crab guys that he fights look a lot like, like almost exactly like a nightmare I had when I was like 11 or 12 that like these guys were like scaling a hotel that I was living in, I guess. And they were going floor by floor, killing everyone looking for me Mm. because I let them out somehow. And I basically, the world was ending and it was my fault. Um, okay. And that was most of my nightmares back then. Yeah. Um, have I mentioned I have anxiety? <laughs> but yeah, these guys like looked exactly like that, except the ones in my dream had more legs. But yeah, it was just like kind of upsetting to see them. It was just like, uh... Except the ones in my nightmare, one of them had my uncle's face. Okay. Have you talked to a therapist about that, this ever? Absolutely not. Okay. Um... You might want to do that. You need therapy. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. W- look. What the fuck? Look. Nope. Plenty of 11 or 12 year olds have nightmares about their uncle in a crab body screaming at them to open the dimensional rift. I'm sure. <laughs> it is my understanding that this is a thing that happens. All right. To kids. All right. This is a normal childhood experience. <laughs> yes, I remember my first crab uncle dream. Yeah, see, it's normal. <laughs> um, you fucking freak. What the fuck? So getting slightly more back on topic. Uh, <laughs> no, I want to hear more about your crab uncle. Okay. Uh, I'm kidding. Never tell me about that again. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, Greta immediately calls Alucard on his shit. I love her. Yeah. Strong she, first impression. I mm, She shows up and I am just kind of like, that's the one. Yeah. That's my new waifu. She, she's just like, look, you kind of suck ass. Yeah. Like, oh, you're cool with a sword, but uh, who fucking cares? You're crazy. You stink like wine. You're in a creepy castle and we don't even like you. We literally only asked for your help because we don't have a choice. So, like, are you going to help us or am I just going to, like, neg you until you fall in love with me? <laughs> I mean, that's basically... I fell in 
love with her like the first moment. Well, yeah, because she I feel like he did too. She, she, I, I think he likes someone who can push him around. Oh yeah, that's it's just. Oh yeah, yeah. It, he definitely, definitely submissive energy. He's definitely a bottom. You oh cannot tell me this boy is a top. He's the most bottom of He's anyone the ever. Bottom is bottom. He is such a. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so then at that point. Uh, Saint Germain comes out and he's like, yes, hello, me. And his entrance is like the perfect, like, wait, what the fuck moment? Because of the last place we saw him. Mm -hmm. Although they do uh, dump like his entire backstory on us. Immediately. Which it's kind of annoying. I wish there was a better way to do it, but it is necessary for what goes forward. So I, I, I get it. It just was like, we literally just spent half an episode getting this man's he's entire just, He's just kind of like, then there was this girlfriend and she's never going to speak. Yeah. She doesn't speak, but you can just, she's cool. I swear to God, she just doesn't talk. I don't think anyone speaks in his flashbacks other than him. <laughs> yeah. Until well, he gets to like, it's caught up to six weeks ago. Honestly, I feel like that kind of explains everything you need to know about him. <laughs> Oh, the only thing he remembers is what he what he said. Oh come on! I think I think that's no. I think he's doctor. really fucking full of himself, and I absolutely fucking hate him. Really? I hate him so much. I, think I want. I want. When he died, I was just kind of like, okay, good. I, I don't like, think we he's... never have to. Cool. Wow. He's awful. I don't think he's full of himself at all. Like, I mean, you see, before he meets that girl, like in his like journeys he's just more and more beaten down and kind of like yeah i i will do whatever you want i guess what do you need what's up I don't know. like he's just it kind of like out of ideas he's out of energy and she like revives him and they go on adventures and it's like hell yeah that's cool and i'd like to think that i mean she doesn't speak so we don't know but i i i, I don't know the fact that it wasn't even clearly an established relationship, he hadn't even told her he loved her. Yeah. And he's doing all this shit to get her back is a little bit of a weak sauce motivation, I feel. And it feels almost more out of guilt. Like, once we know the whole story, it's like, oh, you went on an adventure, and then she got trapped in this corridor, and you didn't. And now you're just trying to find your way back to her. It's like, dude, you you threw her into hell by accident, more or less. Whoop. It just... Oopsie doopsie. So, when he catches up, though, to the Infinite Corridor after all the flashbacks, and it's like, okay, this is what he did when he finally got in there. And he meets this cool witch lady, who's an alchemist, and we know now is Varney slash Death. Yep. Which was... In disguise. Weird. And that's really the only way that this works for me even a little bit. Yeah. Because... Having him come in there and be like, okay, where's my lady friend? And the answer is basically like, well, you're not even a real alchemist because you didn't do the thing that all alchemists obviously know is the thing, which is to create the the, the rebus. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that was a thing in real life alchemy, but I don't think it was like, I don't think it was like, <laughs> it, it was more like a philosophical ideal yeah and not so much like well the end goal of any alchemy is obviously to create this and if you haven't made a rebus are you even an alchemist like 
Good fucking lord. Like, what the fuck is happening here? And like, yeah. oh, well, creating a rebus would let you control the corridor because of that monster you saw. And I'm just like, King. if I'm him right now, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, oh, you need a many-souled creature to whatever. Okay, cool. So I'll just go make one of those. Anything. I could probably do anything to get get another monster. Yeah. But instead, she's just kind of like, you need to specifically resurrect Dracula and his wife together as a horrible flesh monster using the help of all the vampires in Europe. Obviously. Specifically, that is the only way to save your dead, not even girlfriend. (laughs) Great. Like, but listen, that's a lot of effort to go to get laid. I'm just I, saying. He didn't even, he just wanted to say he loved her. That was his, he, at the end, he was like, yeah, the whole thing is like, I just want to tell her I love her before I die. And it's just like, I mean, bro. That's, that's kind of cute, but also like. You went to a lot of effort to say that. Someone, I want someone to go through all that effort for me. Just so I can also fucking slam the door in their face. Be like, ooh, sorry, can we just stay friends? Because <laughs> that's what she fucking does at the end. Well, I think that's more because of what it took him to get to her. It was kind of like, oh, you did all that? You shouldn't have. Yeah. You really shouldn't have. I, I desperately want someone to do all that for me just so I can, like, be like, uh let's be friends. That's, yeah, that's because you're, like... A cunt. A weird, like, mean person. Yeah, kinda. But, so, like, but like I said, this this sort of works for me because of the fact that it's, like, it's death pulling the strings from the very beginning yeah. and putting all these pieces in place so he can kind of manipulate the end result. Like, that, that makes it more okay to me. Just the fact, I, I wish... There had been even, like, a single line, like, what, can I do something else? And have him be like, no, because, I don't know, like, this is a proven method. You don't have time to waste. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, shit. Well, yeah, in that case, I'll bring back Dracula. Yeah. Um. Oh, but his, uh, his, after that, seeing his fucking journey to fucking just completely losing his mind in, in his project and just, like... Oh. Turning yeah. turning from a kind of pathetic dude into like a scarily competent murderer. <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> Bro. It was it was actually pretty fun to watch. I just oh I, mm, I hate him. I wasn't expecting the heel turn, but I like it. Yeah. It just like beating that guy to death with the book and just being like, why won't anyone fucking help me? And just like slapping vampires around and being like, you fucking do what I tell you, or you're not going to get your Dracula back, you little shit. (laughs) Just like, holy fuck. Where was this guy in season three? God damn. Where was he hiding? Holy fuck, yeah. Um... Oh, and Varney contacts him with the mirror and oh, yeah. has to be like, oh, you must be the esteemed. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, like... Get to the fucking point. And it's it's so good because he's like, oh, I know who you are. You're, you're not shit. Yeah, you ain't shit. But Which is kind of funny. Because he had been talking to him like a week ago yeah. and didn't know it. And that's just... I don't know. There's a lot of irony here that makes these scenes a lot more fun on second watch. Yeah. Um, like a lot more fun. Absolutely. So then we get back to the present, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Alucard and Greta and San Germain are talking about, like, what are we going to do? The city's not defensible. 
what's that? Everyone in a 20-mile radius just showed up because their houses were burned. Oh, no. Can we crash at your castle or what? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> we didn't plan this. It's like, I don't know. I get Please it. Stay at your place. I get it, but it's just—it's a little—it—it's a little too convenient for it to not raise more eyebrows. Right. Like, I don't know. It's—it's it's fine. This is the part of the plan I have the least issue with, but it is yeah. kind of funny to point out that Alucard is just kind of like, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I got the space. Yeah, I mean, like, what am I doing over there besides like I'm pissing, on, pissing on corpses? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Wait, what happens when he shows up? That's. I have like four notes about that. Did he have time to take down the stakes? <laughs> did did he like show up and he's just kind of like, don't look at those. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, he, he when they're like, I don't know, maybe 100, 200 yards out, he does like a welcome to my home. And I'm just thinking the whole time, like, Alucard, please run ahead and like, just take the, just, he could probably pick him up and chuck him into the woods. Yep. Just, just like, just like yeet. We'll deal with this later because I just can't imagine like having this beleaguered journey, like walking for days from your hometown to this other town, and Show then up from at this that town castle to a castle with corpses in the front yard, and just being like, "Welcome to your new home," and just seeing that, <laughs> like, seeing them all like, "Oh no, this was a trap." <laughs> we should have just stayed back home and died apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I love it. I love that. Yeah. Um, but apparently, he no one says anything, so I guess he no. took care of it. Because yeah. the, the next couple shots, there there's a, a distinct lack of corpses on pikes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, on the way there, he just sort of like dumps his entire trauma on the woman he just met. Yeah. And like, there's this kind of cute like walking fight uh-huh. montage. Yeah. I like that. It was it was adorable. But like they cut to and she's like, Yeah, and then I put them on stakes like I was my dad or something. And she's just kinda like, Wow. Get therapy. You're really fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you know, she makes a joke about like I had a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time, which is like, okay, so we Canon are, bisexual, love we, it. We already love her. But like also, like, Alucard, you just met this woman, like, two hours ago. He's why, awkward, okay? Why he are doesn't... you telling her, her your entire sexual he's history? Aw- he's awkward. He doesn't know how to flirt. This is, this is the only conversation topic he can think of on the first date. Hmm, I made a new friend. I might as well tell them how I tragically killed my dad and then was, like, assaulted during the first happy moment I've had in years. Yeah. And I had to kill them and put them on. Like, dude... Like, it's like do you ever have that friend that like, just overshares that friend not even just overshares but like they, they like you introduce them to your parents for the first time and they're kind of like haha yeah i wish i had parents as cool as this because my parents are insert trauma and it's like wow bro like i mean i get it but like time and place like don't lead with that like, yeah like there are <laughs> That's how you stop getting invited places. No shit. <laughs> Alucard is about to be like out of the friend group. Yeah. She's lucky that, or he's lucky that she's kind of unhinged in different ways. Yeah. Because otherwise this would be a non-starter. Uh, uh, yeah. No, she's, she's just kind of like, yeah, mood. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Alucard gets to be a daddy to all the orphans. That was fucking cute. Yeah. He's so fucking cute. I love him. Love him. And he's he's good with kids. Yes. Which... It's because he's a child at heart. Isn't he mentally like 12 or something? I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I don't know how... What his canon age actually is. He was like, I grew up fast. And he's like an angry teenager in an adult's body. That's like, what Sypha said. He is actually like... There's no way he's like... He has to be younger than 25. Yeah. Right? Like... I hope he's at least 15. <laughs> God. I want to say he's 18, at least. Yeah. We'll just say for the sake of our conscious con- consciences that he's 18. I can't simp for a character that is young. Right. It's it's mm, yeah no. uncomfortable. Uh, let's see. Okay, did you have anything about Alucard from before everything went to shit? No. Okay. I mean, you know, he's a sad boy. Huh, I thought this was going to take longer, but we're really, like, running through this. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so when the people are... When the, like, vampire witches, it shows them, like, on their way to the castle. And everything's like, whoa, the castle. All the people are in there. Let's go attack it now. And they're, like, sewing up the body that they're going to put Dracula oh, yeah. and his wife into. Um, they show, this is another thing with like visual language that I just feel like they weren't really thinking. They show the loyalty ring on the corpse's hand, corpse puppet thing. Yeah. But up until now, we have only seen that ring associated with the specific bond between Lenore and Hector and Carmilla and all them. And this is after they killed Carmilla, so... I remember when that first happened, I was like, wait, did they get Carmilla's hand from Mysteria? What the fuck? Like, Yeah, I don't know. It, it, and it, it turns... It, yeah. It's fucking bizarre. Well, it turns out that it's just because uh, fucking San Germain has his own ring, and it's like, oh, he's using the same ritual as Lenore to uh, bind the creature to his will. Okay. Which makes sense, but the way... Like, showing, like, the, oh, it's the corpse they're sewing up is already, like, whoa, I see where they're going with this. Showing the ring on top of it and then, like, zooming in on it. Like, look at this. I was like, what? What What am I looking at? What about it? Is that Carmilla? Is that, is that, wait, did you get Hector Hector cut off his finger? Did you get, what is happening? That's too far away. What? Like. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of what. And it didn't end up, like, mattering at all either because they immediately (laughs) lost her so it's like. That was. I I feel I like genuinely fucking hated all of that. I feel like that mu- that the shots that centered the ring must have been left over from like an earlier version of the script or something. Yeah, it's, it's the only thing I can think of. Um, it was fucking weird. Yeah, I really hated all the stuff with the fucking Rebus. I would. Ugh. Yeah, I was just uncomfortable. I was just kind of like, this is weird, and they spent a lot of time. On the boobs. <laughs> on the boob. The one boob. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, weird camera focus on that. Yeah. Where I was just kind of like, am I supposed to be, like, turned on by this? Like, is that what you're trying be... to do? Or am I supposed to be disgusted? I think you're supposed to be disgusted. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, good. I had the correct response. Um, Speaking of <laughs> disgusted... That... I mean, I'm fucking weird, but that was just too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, like... Fucking flying around all over the place. Look, intersex bodies are cool. Yeah. Uh, stitched together corpses no. are less cool. Please Much practice less. necromancy safely. safely. Like, you can't just stitch people together and hope no. that it'll turn out good. You it, will create an abomination. It will kill you. And or make your life miserable. And or make your life miserable. And then, <laughs> and then kill you. If if we've learned any anything, um, it's it's... I forget what I was going to say. Yeah. Basically, read Frankenstein. Yeah. It's, it's a good lesson. So, the horrid mouth creature. Oh, fuck. I forgot about yeah, that the thing. thing. It just had, like, two feet and, like, a big laser mouth. Like, thank you. That's a nightmare creature I didn't need to put, like, add to my collection. But, I mean, thanks. And it's, um, like, it's just going to be there now. It's, like, flesh peels back to show its eyes. Oh, I and it's fucking like, hated that. Oh, my God. I love it. It was really funny. I genuinely did not appreciate that um, in my brain. Yep. Could have definitely done without it. I thought it was rather rude. Yes. Yes. Uh, bah, bah. They, so they fight that thing and they cripple it and then there's the war under attack and Alucard finally notices the souls streaming from the battlefield up to his bedroom. He's like, I should maybe look at that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, huh. <laughs> it's like it's been happening for like half an episode at this point. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, finally. So he goes up and there's San Germain in his childhood room again. Like, he already has multiple layered traumas in associated with this room. Yeah, no shit. And now San Germain's giving him another one all so he can get his dick wet. Like... Christ, man. Bro, leave Alucard alone. <laughs> this poor child has been through so much. He's suffered enough. Oh, God. Poor baby. And, like, I love the, <laughs> the awkwardness of, like... He's in there. He's doing the thing. This was all a, a trap. But we can't get to him. Yeah, he, they're just, they just have to, like, watch. So, like, I guess we'll just leave and go back to the fight. But, yeah. but we'll be back. We'll <laughs> be back like, for ya. He's just kind of like... I'm watching you, <laughs> sir. He's just kind of like, yeah, I'm sure that's fine. Anyway, <laughs> back to my dark ritual. It's very pink for an evil ritual. Yeah, it is. Oh. It was a very pretty shade. Yes. Like nice. Barbie pink. Um, Varney comes through the mirror and has one of the best lines he's talking about like oh i need to use a big enough word for this this thing you're doing and sandra means like what the fuck are you talking about he's like he says uh you seem clever so it's important that you know that i'm clever too it's like the most varney ass shit and it's like here's the thing about death right yeah he doesn't drop the affect when, when he turns to death, when he reveals his true form, he's still got the Varney voice. Yeah, he's still got, like, the Cockney accent, like... So, to me, it's like, is, is death actually just ridiculous? Like, is he actually that, like... <laughs> I... If Varney's not really an act, it's just a convenient... <laughs> like, that is fundamentally who he is he just yeah. happens to also be death who eats murder or whatever he, he, he eats murder it he eats death i don't know it's very poorly <laughs> it's defined very what his deal is and it's stupid but that's fine 
the whole thing is kind of dumb, but yeah, I the weirdest part is I was I was way more into him as Death than I was as Bar- Barney. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you not you don't say the big the tall monster was yeah. more attractive to you than the like you know shuffling what? weird British man. Yeah, you can fucking leave me alone. <laughs> I don't need your judgment, sir. Not judging you, I'm just, you know. I know, it's really fucking obvious. Yeah. This is who I am as a person, fundamentally. It's, I mean, it's one thing to be a monster fucker, but Varney's just a, kind of a disheveled guy. Yeah. (laughs) Now, when he turns into death, though, that is, that is a monster. Mm Mm-hmm. He's bones. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are you gonna, you know what? You don't want me to answer that question Look, on this do, podcast. We do a lot of not safe for work discussions <laughs> here, but I don't think we need to get that explicit. The readers don't want to know, or the readers, the listeners don't want to know. So, battle resumes. Trevor and Saifa come in to save Alucard's ass. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. <clears throat> there's music. There's like the the fire and the whip, and it, it's just I don't know. We haven't spent a lot of time, again, talking about the animation because it's not really, like, our area. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. It, it is, <clears throat> across the board, fucking fantastic. Absolutely. Even just, like, the shitty fights in the forest were, like, really well done and cool and fun to watch. And so, like, this this fight, when they're finally all together again, it's like, yes, it's some of the coolest action. It was so good. And, like, their weird, like, little combo attacks. Mm-hmm. And- Alucard has capes that turn into wings, and it's I like just, what I are loved you doing? The, the gang back together, and it like feels... they like they stand like side by side, and like you get that little smile from Alucard. Like mm-hmm. you miss them so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. it's really it's really nice. That's really great. Like it. Um, I do wish they could have made it back to see him putting people on stakes, though. I feel like that would have been a really interesting conversation. Like, we can't leave you alone for two months before you do yeah, some shit. Yeah, like, you okay, buddy? Do we need to give you a pet dog? That probably would have solved a lot of the problem here. Probably shit. <laughs> yeah, no. Something to take care of besides himself? Yeah. They're just kind of like, well... No, knowing his luck, it would have died two days in. Oh, no. Like, falling off a cliff or something. Like, there. He would have been like, this is my lot in life. Something, <laughs> something drinking. Oh my god. <laughs> He's just so sad. He can't be alone. You can't leave that poor boy alone. Uh, speaking of interactions I wish we had uh, more of, Team Trevor and San Germain don't get to talk, like, at all. Yeah. Other than when they show up and they're like, Hey, it's you. What the fuck? And at that point, he's already basically done with the ritual, so he just does it. They don't have. They don't have a chance to be like. Well, don't they have like a reaction? Like, oh, yes, Sandermain. Oh, well, shit. When when Alucard mentions like, yeah, there's a madman upstairs going by the name of Sandermain, like doing unspeakable. No, we things. get like the yeah. The, they they look. have a look, but they don't say anything, and they don't say anything to him. It could like, what the fuck? We helped you. Why are you doing this? Like, yeah. Not even. I mean, I, I guess you could just write it off as, like, not enough time for that discussion. Unpack that later. Look, we had to listen to three to five minutes of Varney and Ratko calling each other criminal. <laughs> they could have cut that and had two lines of dialogue. They definitely could have. Just saying. Just saying. You don't want to pause the action for, 
like idle conversation. Oh yeah, you mean like how they pause the action when they show up and see Death, and Trevor's like, "By the way, guys, let me explain who Death is really quick." Okay. So you know why this is important. Well, didn't he explain Death like at the beginning? So he, d- they see the Death statue in the yeah. montage, and that's really cool foreshadowing that that actually comes. I mean, back. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was just kind of like, "Oh, this is a Death, uh, a Death season." Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of season. <laughs> I was just kind of like, okay, death is a um, reoccurring enemy, and uh, we're going to do that. Yeah, it was it was cool the way they set it up, but he basically, in in the intro, like the, the, the flashback montage, what he says is like, all these people worship death, and it's not like, there is a thing called death, but it's not actually the incarnation of death. It's just like a weird primordial thing. Don't worry about it. It's a vampire that eats death. It, well, he basically. didn't. He didn't. They didn't mention that explicitly until he showed up, and then he's like, "Oh, well, he's actually a vampire named Death that eats death." And they're like, "Trevor, what the fuck?" <laughs> they're like, "Trevor, I'm pretty sure you actually don't know anything, and you were just making shit up." I mean, I really kind of wish they sure. leaned into that characterization because yeah. that would have made him a lot minor too. <laughs> just fucking. Uh, yeah, I'm the best Belmont. Definitely paid attention to my lessons. Just walking around the castle like, oh, oh, do you see that painting? That painting is, um, that, and just, like, make up some random shit. I don't know, like. Okay, was was that one painting in this season, the one that you showed me? Yes, yes, it's, it's, uh, fuck. There's this famous paint, like, terrible painting of a cat with, like, a human's face (laughs) that, um, uh, a buddy who works on the show... Uh, did a version of it, it's it's the painting that uh, San Germain hides one of his little markings behind, um, and it's 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 like a it, the original is like a still life like flowers with this screaming cat, <laughs> and <laughs> the original is really fucking. Weird. It's really weird, and uh, he the 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 Castlevania version is the cat. I guess it's like the cat belongs to the producers or something. Yeah. Like they, they were like, you need to put the, our cat in the show somehow. And so he did that. Um, and like, he also threw in an Easter egg. Cause like the cat is screaming at, instead of a still life, like flowers, it's like a plant enemy from one of the games. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know. It's it really fun. That's really clever. I love that. It's such a cool detail and it passes you by in like a blink. Yeah. But yeah. Shout outs to just, Stephen Stark. Yeah. Good job with like the little details that, are only there for a couple seconds. Yeah. Um, and there's, God, there's a shit ton more. You should follow the whole production team on Twitter because they have been shouting out all the kind of stuff they snuck in there. It's really cool, but I don't have any connection to Castlevania, so I don't know any of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Death has another really, really good line here. It might be my favorite line in the whole show where he's talking to San Germain and about like, oh yeah, you gotta go get Dracula now. And uh, he says, why is it that only human can... <laughs> why is it that only human hands can reach into hell? Don't you think that's weirdly fucked up? <laughs> it's fucking death. And just like the fact that like the embodiment of death is like, hey man, isn't this shit kind of fucked up? Like, <laughs> it really makes you think, huh, bro? Like, this is a conversation you'd have with your buddies while high off your ass on edibles like isn't that weird like whoa bro whoa. but it's like saint germain is not in a position to answer you buddy he's like, just kind of like uh 
Okay, and, man. I mean, at this point, he probably should have waited to reveal, like, his trick. Because yeah. at that point, he's just like, oh, uh, I summoned the Dracula, and now I'm putting it back, because fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh my god, we glossed over an entire fight. Like, the four vampire witches and the, the big dragon, the big guy. Honestly, I found that kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, me too. A really cool fight, but I don't There's know. not really much to say. We don't really have any connection to these things that they're fighting. Yeah, it was basically just like the same fight as, um, or, or similar emotionally it, as the fight from the end of season two where they're fighting yeah, the Yeah, the vampire lords, yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of like, cool, there's that background character that has not spoken yet. Yeah. It was kind of cool that they all helped each other finish off the different yeah. ones, but that, for anyone wondering why we didn't cover it, it's just because we don't have much to say. It doesn't have it's much a, to do with the a actual fight. story. It's a fight. We don't know these characters. We're kind of focusing on the story here. Yeah, it's fine. Um, they, I guess, when, yeah, when Dracula and Lisa become in the body and are shouting to each other and it's just really awful and uncomfortable and alucard is like I'm just saying you'd lose your mind losing. too if we were stuck in the same body i poor alucard mm -hmm. has to watch his mom dead mom and dead dad yeah. go through this in his bedroom <laughs> Where he killed his dad. It's just like, there's so many layers. Killian, like Lisa, like points it out. She's like, I know this room. This, it makes it even worse, like, explicitly calls attention to it. Oh. And then I guess the solution is like Saint Germain being like, hold on, I'll open a portal. Trevor, throw a knife at it. <laughs> and then he does, and it works. Great. And it does something that we will get back to. <sighs> But so the soul is the rebus is defeated. No more rebus. It didn't have time to do anything. <laughs> it just kind of screamed and <laughs> flailed Very around. Impressive. Yes. <laughs> that I know. The ultimate alchemic creation. <laughs> this screaming corpse guy. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> going to like an alchemy conference or something and like oh the keynote speaker I hear he has a real rebus oh my he god the madman actually did it and they lift <laughs> it's just a Screaming, writhing <laughs> mass of limbs. Just, oh my God, please kill me. <laughs> and everyone's just like, bravo. Wow, you actually did it. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and I mean, God. The, the thing, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense either. Death's plan was to use... So fucking roundabout. Like, couldn't he just <laughs> really cause a war or something? He was like, no, because no one can do death as good as Dracula. And so it'll be even better if he gets Dracula back and he's crazy. So it's double Dracula. And it's like, but he was bound to Saint Germain. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he could just kill him. Yeah. Like, in that moment, and then just, like, done. But just, 
Imagine being Saint Germain and having sacrificed your morals and all this shit to get to this point and be like, this is how I'm finally going to see that girl and tell her I love her. And that's what you make. <laughs> and just be like, all my life has led to this moment. And like, how was I going to use this to power a portal again? Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? Didn't think it through. No, no, we didn't. Oh, Sandraman, you fucking idiot. I hate him so much. So, death goes aggro when all this goes apart. Sandraman's dying because Trevor's knife exploded in Draculisa and it's, it's like part of it wedged into Sandraman. I mean, cool cross knife. <laughs> Would be a shame if you only got to use it twice. Right? Um,. <laughs> So, thankfully for Alucard, he doesn't have to worry about cleaning up the mess in his room anymore, because (laughs) death just destroys that entire wing of the castle. You know what? It's probably for the best. It really is. (laughs) That room is cursed. Can you imagine walking by that room ever again? I would fucking board it up. I would board it up. I would, I would, I'd be like, this room is cursed. (laughs) No one's allowed in. No one's allowed in. Board it up. Just plaster over it. It never existed. (laughs) And so, Put a nice, like, bit of wall art there, so nobody tries to look behind. So, they're in, like, a big tornado, because... It's the final stage, you know, it's, yeah, it's the final it's boss. because it's extremely video game boss, it there's no actual... so video game boss, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's okay, guys, I know what to do. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Yeah, he basically goes into it like, we're gonna, I'm gonna fucking sacrifice, I'm gonna do the hero thing, guys. Well, it's like, obvious, immediately, because he's like, oh, I got this. By the way, Saifa, I love you. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's gonna die. Trefor is a bad name. Which, okay, that was a legitimately cute bit, I love it. It was really cute. I really love the Trefor thing. Um, question, real quick. Yeah. If, say Trevor actually did die, right? Yeah. And Saifa raised the kid. Yeah. Would that kid be a Belmont? Yeah. But medieval succession rules... You know, actually... Yeah. Bit of history. Unless you were a noble, and I guess he was, they, in yeah, a way. They, they had, like, land. They had, like, a title, a house. Yep. Um, As his only heir, he would get the Belmont name. Okay. Yep. Even though he, even though they weren't married. Yes. Okay. Just because there's no one else for it to go to. Exactly. Okay. Um, you know. Although they did say their land got taken when they were excommunicated, so that's kind of. I mean, okay. I mean, either way, um, peasants didn't actually have family names, like last names, mm. until after the Black Plague. Oh, cool. Yeah. When there were so few people that it actually made sense to have family names. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. That's when it would develop. Yep. So I, I knew that that was the case for a while in history. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I just, yeah, I was just wondering about the whole like baby thing. Like, would it actually be, and would you know, about since Trevor came back and they can get married or whatever, it's fine. But I just was kind of curious about it. Yeah. Since you know all kinds of weird medieval shit. Um, and then Trevor has a fight with death. I don't have any notes on this. I have none. It was really fucking cool. It was a fantastic fight. I loved all the whippies and the flamies and the... the it was animated beautifully. Super, but like, as far as like the story goes, the only thing to say is 
Trevor and Death fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trevor and Death fight, and there's an explosion. Although, there's a really cool bit where if you're paying attention, you know, the Trevor thing isn't, like, a total bullshit. Um, like, him being alive, because, like, right before he goes in for this last attack, there's a close-up on San Germain's hand twitching. Twitching, yeah. He, he kind of does a thing I did, I did wonder about that. And he's touching the in key the moment, yeah. that he had earlier that was, like, he was able to use to open the portal. Yeah. Um... But then we don't see what happens with that. But then, like, in the moment where Trevor strikes death with the magic death-killing knife that he has, and whatever, I've already gone over my beef with that. Yeah. Um, as, like, you know, it does, like this show does, everything goes all sketchy, and it's like, whoa, this is a big well, explosion. Yeah. Um, the Trevor, like, his silhouette kind of goes, like, voip, like, into, like, a... Like, it, it almost looks like it gets pulled inward instead of being yeah. blown up. And I, I feel like that was kind of, like, a subtle hint that, like, oh, he didn't actually blow up. He was portaled instead. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But it, that that's how it looked to me. I don't know. Um, I watched that fight, like, three times. Because, again, really cool fight. Cool fight. I just didn't have much to say about it. It's a fight. Um, It's a boss fight. We get an epilogue. Uh, they dragged out the Trevor reveal for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And this was after we already saw like, oh, Lenore just died. Like, yeah. All this shit is going on. And you're going to fucking tell me that Trevor's actually dead too? Fuck you. Like, you yeah. can't take them both. Yeah, no. And then he's fine. Or, well, he's not fine, but you know. He's here, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, do we really have to drag it out? But it's fine. I mean, they're messing with us. It's what we deserve for... I want to know how Trevor fucking knew about Saifa. Oh, being pregnant? How do you know? How do you know? He said he has a way of knowing these things, and that's how he stayed single and carefree all these years. Fucking hell, that is so funny. That is yeah. so fucking funny. And she wants to kill him, and it's... I would want to kill him. It's a fucking fantastic line. It's exactly the kind of man he is, too. Like, yeah. Um, I, you know, back then they had different things. You could pee on a wheat or whatever. And it actually worked. Yeah, so... Believe it or not. Maybe he was able to, you know... I don't know, maybe he carries wheat on him. And maybe he, he was tracking pays, her cycle. I don't page, know. Pays attention to, you know... Oh, did she just go over there? Uh, yeah, I'll be right back. I have to take a leak, too. And, like, throws a bunch of wheat at it and see... What, I don't know. I'm sure there's other, weirdo. like, fucking weird... There, like, I don't think it strains believability that he would have a, a stealthy way to determine if she's pregnant. Jesus Christ. So we finally have uh, fucking help cleaning up the castle. Yep. Because the villagers decide to stay there, I guess. Like, yeah, our old village sucked anyway. He's got a whole village in the castle. And we're going to turn the village into a school. And it's like... This cursed-ass vampire castle I mean, that almost destroyed the world. <laughs> it'll breathe new life into it. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, the Greta being like, man, you're... <laughs> the orphans are calling you daddy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't want to disappoint them by correcting them. And it's like, oh my god, he's such a pushover, it's kind of upsetting. He's so sweet. Like, she could come up to him and just be like, we're dating now. And he'll be like, okay. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> and they have a really long conversation about her 
complete weird logical wraparounds and taking credit for his ideas and whatever, which is kind of a cute inversion of the stuff with Marty and Ratko, I guess. But it's, she's just weird and cute and he's just like, doesn't know what to do with her. And I mean, that's completely perplexed. And I love that. Everyone and everything. So that's nothing new. Yeah. Look, I was ready to be on the Alucard Forever Alone because it's hilarious train. <laughs> so fucking funny. But, uh, if you had to put him with someone, though. Yeah, she seems good. She's, she's, she's nice. She's a good match. Very, very good characterization and very few lines, really. Definitely. She, she. I feel like she brings out the best in him. Oh my god, I didn't even talk about... I'm pretty sure she fights with a sword in one hand and a warhammer in the other. Oh, shit. And that is absolutely my shit. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just, like, so here for that. I'm just, sounds yes. Like, sounds like all my fucking D&D characters. Yeah. What can I say? I have a type. Apparently. <laughs> um, uh. The horse shows up with Trevor. Um, Where was the horse? How did it get there? What was that thing with the dagger? I don't worry about it. Trevor read about it in a book. I'm just, like... You know, for him, like, knowing all this, like, book shit, we never fucking see him read. That's true. Even in the library, we didn't see him fucking pick up a single book. Yeah, he was rummaging through for loot in the library when they were all (laughs) like, we need to find any piece of information that could help us stop Dracula. I mean, are we to assume he has already read all the books? Uh, Yeah, no way. (laughs) No, I've already read all the books. Yeah, right. I know all these books. Um... And they're going to live in the town of Treffy from now on. It's very good. No, um, hey, uh, so it's been two weeks since he disappeared. Mm-hmm. So Saifa has been, like, fucking beside herself with grief and anguish that her true love and, like, manservant is dead. Slash pet. Yeah. Can two weeks of straight grief have been good for the baby? Nope. Just saying. No, probably not. Especially not that early. I mean, we're to assume it is early. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But all that combat wasn't fucking good for it either. So, fair enough. (laughs) What? She must have, like, a uterus of steel. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe their kid turns out, like... Fucked up? Yeah, like, you know... (laughs) Not not as cool as them. Because, uh, oh, uh, in between us recording these two episodes, by the way, they announced they're doing a sequel series. Or they're calling it a spinoff, but it's... the see, it's Anyway, I think it's Richter, right? Was it Richter Belmont? Yeah, It takes place during the French Revolution, I think. Yeah. And it's like their great-great-great-great-great-great-grandkid or something. something. So, cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. Um, and I believe that one... that game that he's from also has Alucard in it, so that would be interesting to see the immortal perspective on the Belmonts. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool, but I don't know for sure because I'm not, you know, I don't know that much. Yeah. But, um, do you have any final thoughts? Because that basically that does Yeah, no, that summed it up for me. I thought it was a fine ending. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't mad. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, there it is. We got Uh, it. How do we feel about the uh, Lisa and Drac just kind of... Okay, yeah, what the fuck? Okay, I was ready to end it there, but let's actually fucking unpack that for a second. What the hell? They just didn't fucking explain it. They were just kind of like, yeah, that was weird anyway. That's kind of weird how we woke up in a field and stole some clothes. Yeah. 
I'm just kind of like, uh. Yeah. And let's talk about the fact that, you know, fucking Trevor and Sypha just went through all this shit. They all went through all this shit to avoid the resurrection of fucking Dracula. And he just wakes up and he's chilling in a in an inn with his wife and he's just kind of like, uh, Dracula? Who? Never heard of her. Like, <laughs> okay, but he's back to being wife guy Dracula, so he's fine now. I guess, he's but fine. like, what if what if she dies of the flu? What if she fucking dies of the flu and he goes on a murder rampage again? What happens then? If if they're to have a sequel, what is fucking Richter's deal? Does does Richter fight Van- uh, Dracula? I don't know. In the game? I don't know. Does Dracula go nuts? I don't know. I need answers. How many times how many times can you actually kill Dracula? <sighs> like, he can't have been the bad guy in every game. <laughs> I don't what know. do I know? I don't know. Fucking As far as I can tell, there is no official canon explanation for why they came back. We're just to assume that because the Rebus was destroyed, their souls were freed, and since they're on this side of the barrier, I guess they just created bodies for themselves instead of going back to hell. Or Oops. Heaven or do Hell? I mean, don't souls normally come from people in reality whatever. What I What the fuck ever? It's a good ending for them. They deserve it. Yep. Like, I mean, Dracula did try to kill everyone, but, I mean, he lost his cool hot wife to the church, so I get it. Yeah, I would, yeah, I get it. We've all been there. You know what? We all make mistakes. I'm just glad they get to be happy together. (laughs) Yes. Um, I do And they're just, they're just cute. They're cute. They're very cute. I love that. I, I, I love really, I love them as a couple. I like their little banter. Yes. It's adorable. Because we that didn't is, get enough of that when they were both alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is... That's love. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you don't fight the entire fucking planet for me, I don't want it. I, cool. <laughs> I, uh, I did like... I think I mentioned this... Um, I might have mentioned this last time, but I like that uh, Lisa did get what she wanted. The very first scene of the first season of Castlevania, you know, she comes into Dracula's castle and is like, fucking, you're a mess. What are you doing? Your manners suck. You know, he's like, yeah, well, people suck. And she's like, well, go teach people not to suck and then maybe they won't suck so much. And she kind of gets her wish because Alucard and Belmont and Sypha fucking turn their homes into a university of being cool and smart. Yeah. And fucking Isaac, I mean, I don't know what the fuck his deal is, but he wants to make things better using yeah. nightmare creatures, so he'll probably you know, find I, a way. You gotta use what's available to you. The monster likes raspberries. Yeah, he can't be all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I believe, I, I believe everyone has, you know, the chance to turn it around, even, even hell beasts. Yeah, if you like raspberries, you, know, you can't be a bad. You can't person. be you can't be bad if you like raspberries. So yeah, so his his deal is weird, but <laughs> still, he sets out to improve humanity, and I I really like that. That is ultimately the kind of positive note that this ends on. Yeah, um, it, it's a hopeful note. I like it. She gets to live, and her dream comes true, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, yeah, and then they're like, oh, so are we ever going to tell our son? And he's just kind of like, let's I, put a pin in that. <laughs> I have a note on that. 
I have been dying to talk about this. It's just kind of like, mm, we kind of ended things on an awkward, let's, let's let things settle for a little bit before we, uh, look, can you just imagine him rolling up and he's just kind of like, Hey son, who's a, no, 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 that's listen, listen, this is how it went down. Right. Okay. Alucard, right, had to hear about his mom getting literally burned at the stake Mm -hmm. for doing, like, normal science shit. Then had to fucking get hurt, then put into a coma by his dad, and then eventually fucking kill him in his childhood bedroom. Go through all this shit, have all this trauma layered on top of that in his own fucking house. And then to have his parents fused and resurrected into a screaming horrible monster in his bedroom again, only for his best friend slash gay lover to kill death to destroy his bedroom. Because that's the only thing, the only force powerful enough to cleanse that place of trauma. And then have, think about like, what, how, what kind of nightmares does he have? How does he cry himself to sleep? And I think like, oh God, mom and dad, what happened to them? He has no closure. He doesn't know. Are they twisted up in hell forever now? Or are they like fucking suffering for eternity? What happened to my parents? Oh, and boy. have Lisa be like, listen, I think he, he needs some closure. Like, yeah, he does. So go back to him. And just like, I think it would be best if, we never saw him again. Like, what? Is he, that what she said? No, I thought they were like, like, let's no. give it some time. She's like, he deserves to think that we've died for a while. She doesn't say that, but like, he need, we, she says that he needs some closure. And that's why they're not going to go back. Are you fucking kidding me? I just, I want them to go back though, because I want to see... Dracula just strolls up to the castle with Lisa on his arm. And he's just like, hey, son... Wow, this changed a lot. Wow, there's a lot going on. Are those villagers? Do I see pitchforks? Yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Vlad. Nice to meet you. No relation. I. It just. It just is so fucking funny to me, though, that they decided that like that should definitely be his last memory of us. We should leave it at that. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, I guess. Oh, hard. I guess since he's immortal, they can just like wait a couple, you know, decades and then just. Well, be, like, no, because Lisa can't. She can wait a, at least thirty years. Give him a postcard. Hey, uh, you'll never believe who's been alive and hiding from you this whole time. Oh Why don't you come gosh. visit us in England, where we live now, and have for thirty years, ignoring you? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is just Good like Lord. it's no wonder he's such a mess. Like, I love Lisa and I love Vlad, but if that's how they parent, <laughs> Good God, it's just so funny to me. I'm I'm just thinking about this 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 poor this poor child. Yeah, he deserves it though. Does he? Yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> You're such a fucking asshole. Look, he's only he's his best self when he's getting negged by an attractive woman. That's true. This is so true. Yeah. Anyway. I think we should wrap up. We've we've made fun of Alucard quite enough. Yeah. You know, 
I, I, we, we made fun of a lot of stuff here, but ultimately, I still, like I said last time, I really like the show. It's a really good show. Yeah. I really recommend it to anyone. It, please, if you haven't watched it, why are you listening to this? But yeah, just if you have watched it, watch it again. It's good. I don't know. It it's is really good. good. Um, at the very least, you'll have a good time. Shame about Warren Ellis being a sex pest, though. Yeah, fuck that. <coughs> I noticed that his name was less prominent in the credits this season. <laughs> yeah, well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> it would just be like a little footnote, like a little asterisk. Well, it was like, they had to, I think they probably had to say created by Warren Ellis in the yeah. intro thing, but it always like flipped to like, written by, I think it's Sam Dietz or Adam Dietz. There's two Dietzes on there. I forget which is which, but anyway, anyway, yeah, they're uh, that's that's that. Uh, ba, 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 wrapping up. Sorry, it's been a minute. Um, <sighs> do you have any shoutouts this week? Um, watch my new show, No Time to Binge, every Wednesday at six o'clock Eastern. If you want to look at the archived version of the previous one, uh, I say just, my show like it's like it's literally my show. No, it's it, it's just a show that I'm on. Yeah, but you they get just the idea. Did, uh, they just did Trigun. So. Yeah, we did. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. I yeah. also just rewatched Trigun. It's the guys are fucking stuff. hilarious. It's great. Um, so I'm filming a movie this weekend. Um, it is called The Antisocial Network. Um, if you can throw some money at the uh, GoFundMe. You know, it'll be a, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm playing a demon, and I'm excited. I'm excited about that because you know, like the character, I'm also an immortal demon from the deepest pits of hell. So it resonated with me. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, that'll do it for us. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Snesse for letting us use the track Unity from the EP Digression. You can find that track and more at snesse.bandcamp.com. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can email us at deeplorepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at deep underscore lore. I am on Twitter at pizza draman. Where are you? I'm also on Twitter at Queen Bethy V. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I yeah. That's, I think that's it. You know, there's a lot of underexplored aspects of Castlevania, like in the show. Do you think maybe they should make a Castlevania game? Get the get the fuck out! I'm we're ending this right the fuck now. You're a, you're a monster. grab my script <clears throat> good yeah right good evening and what nothing i'm okay. not saying anything you made a face oh well, yeah